and welcome to Cutting to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. I'll apologise if I sound a little hoarse this evening. I was a geek last night. <laughs> and I was shouting a lot, so I really seem to be gruff. I apologise for that. Today we're going to carry on with demonic possession and exorcism. Ooh. Just sounded like I was possessed, I think, didn't it? You were a horse. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember doing that? What? Exactly. Boom. Oh my god. Yeah. I just saw a blip on the screen. That's, that's what made me say that. Because <laughs> no one gets possessed by animals. I don't know. I think I just did. <laughs> yeah. Proving the theory. <laughs> Keep um, it down there because you'll annoy the neighbours. <laughs> I'm not getting you a nose bag either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not grooming you. <laughs> what, the neighbour's upstairs? <laughs> he can trot on otherwise. Oh. Dear, oh dear. Well, let's thank some of my journey listeners before we crack on. I was going with another four-legged dear, dear oh dear. 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 Oh. Nobody Shit got that segue. then. No one got that then, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, let's thank some new returning listeners. First, I'll, I'll read a selection out. Dublin, Ireland, Niles, Michigan, Moscow and the Russian Federation. Yeah. Mo- Moscow. Moscow. Mm. Malaga in Spain, Guatemala City in Guatemala, Bengaluru in India, Dallas, Texas, uh, Poland. Come on, say that one. Come on, you can do it. Rubzov. That'll do. I think. Could be. Rubzov. Rubzov. Yeah, something like that. Liverpool in the United Kingdom. Um... New City in New York, Frankfurt in Germany, Bad Nauheim in Germany, that's a new one, Atlanta, Georgia, Bad Oyenhausen in Germany, I've got to guess these have got to be some kind of basis somewhere. I wonder what bad means in German. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting to find out. Mansfield in oh, MA, what's MA? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada, if you want to put me up for a week that'd be great. Sophia in Bulgaria, same same offer. Perth, Australia. Ashburn, Virginia. Dalton in Georgia. Guadalajara, Spain. And Ashburn, Virginia. Hey, Virginia. Thank you very much, Thank everyone, for listening this week. Grazie. Indubitably. All right, let's carry on then. So, this is one of the most famous exorcisms. I did tease it last week. We're going to do it, but then we ran short of time, so we put it into this week's. And it's the Annalise Mickle exorcism, which was the inspiration for the film... The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I've never seen it. I've no. heard it's actually quite good. I've, I've, I've heard that. It's more of a courtroom I've drama though, isn't it? I it is actually, yeah. can't remember it. So I've watched them all. I can't mm. remember which one was which. It is more of a courtroom drama with flashbacks. I'll probably remember more as we go through this. <laughs> though many may not know it, the horrifying events of the 2005 film The Exorcism of Emily Rose were not entirely fictional but rather were based on the actual experiences of a German girl called Annalise Mickel. She grew up devoutly Catholic in Bavaria, West Germany in the 1960s, where she attended Mass twice a week. However, when she was 16, she suddenly blacked out at school and began walking around dazed. Although Annalise did not remember the event, her friends and family said she was in a trance-like state. And that Tumor. Pointing out epilepsy, actually. Oh, is it? Okay. Worth pointing out, in the 60s and 70s when she's having this, the Vatican's going through major reforms. They're calling it Vatican II. The the sequel? (laughs) Bigger, badder, more child molesting. (laughs) I was so going to say something along those lines then. (laughs) 
where the church who had always been very conservative in the use of their media and things like that, he never used it, it was all the church and the, everything was spread through the, the actual churches themselves. They started using media, bishops and things like that, start promoting the message on television, they got their own TV channel, things like that. They, they started, we need to reach out because church attendances are dwindling. Home TV. Catholicism is numbers are dwindling, people who attend mass. And then the 60s they decided to do something about it. Mm. Obviously, Bavaria in Germany is a very deeply Catholic area, very religious, and a lot of the people in these areas, all around Germany and all around in Europe, who were in these devout Catholic areas, did not like it. They wanted strict, guilty Catholicism, because mm. Catholicism being the only religion that makes you feel guilty for doing nothing. <laughs> You're born with sin. There you go. Live with it. So... It's an interesting time, is on so funny, and the fact that she was allegedly possessed by demons, the church tried to almost spin it around a little bit to say, well, this is because of Vatican II. God is angry. Hmm. Ah, they've mixed it up and he's not like He's allowed it. the demons to possess this devoutly Catholic girl. Because he's a cunt. They twisted, didn't they? Yeah, there. Exactly, for their own, their own purposes. Because they didn't agree with what was seen as a more liberalisation of the Vatican. Because, yeah, can you honestly believe that anyone's calling the Vatican liberal? Mm. <laughs> now, a year later, Annalise experienced a similar occurrence where she woke up in a trance and wet her bed. And her body also went through a series of convulsions, causing her body to shake uncontrollably. But what happened next was even more disturbing. After the second time, Annalise visited a neurologist who diagnosed her with temporal lobe epilepsy. Remember, this is the 1970s. Yeah? So, drugs for epilepsy are not fantastic at this point. Yeah. Mm. It's a disorder that causes seizures, loss of memory, and you experience visual and auditory hallucinations. It can also cause Gershwin syndrome, a disorder marked by hyper-religiosity. Uh -huh. Hyper-religiosity. And she's already a devout Catholic. Yeah. yeah. So it's not looking good at this point, is it? No, I had a mate at school who had epilepsy. Uh -huh. And one time we are in the IT room on the computers, and next thing I just heard this thud. He just slammed his head onto the thing and fallen off, and yeah. it, it was convulsing, it was... It's the only time I've ever seen it. Quite it's scary, yeah. though, especially yeah. when you're younger. Yeah. I arrived on the scene of one as a first aider where I used to work shortly after the fitting had started. Um, there's another first aider there and they caught her about back up. I didn't see them go down. But yeah, you just have to leave them to it, don't you? Yeah. When I, when I was security... Just comfort the head, that's what they did. Yeah. Put something under the head, yeah. yes, but other than that, just let them go for yeah. it. You need to record how long it happens, so you can tell the ambulance... You're supposed to try trying. and break their fall if you can. You don't always call the ambulance, because my husband's got no, it. No, you have a certain time, don't they? Yeah, if it's over a certain time, or mm. they're convulsed, because there's like two stages to his fits, where he tenses up at first but then after he goes in the into the convulsing and sort of looks like you know he's swimming almost his arms wow. are proper going going back and his legs are kicking mm. you know he can hurt his shins his knees yeah. his head 
and I've, I've tried to sort of like hold his legs in place before. No, just, <laughs> just, just gotta leave it. Leave you have, it, yeah, you leave it to it. Clear an area, put someone in the head, yeah. let them go for it, and yeah. time it. And if they, they'll know how long they come out of this usually, is they say, for example, five minutes or so, I don't know. Yeah. You go, okay, well, if it's over, how long do you usually have? It was, it was like, oh, usually five minutes, well, it was actually seven, we need to call an ambulance. Yeah. Kind of scenario. After a diagnosis, she began taking medication for her epilepsy and enrolled in the University of Würzburg in 1973, ironically to become a religious studies teacher. Oh. This is pretty much the you know, closest thing you can get to being a nun without being a nun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dad actually wanted to become a priest but wasn't good enough at Latin. So you see what kind of family we're in here. Yeah. yeah. However, the drugs she was given failed to help her and as the year progressed, her condition began to deteriorate. Though she was still taking her medication, Annalise began to believe that she was possessed by a demon and that she needed to find a solution outside of medicine. She began to see the face of the devil whenever she went and said that she heard demons whispering in her ears and when she heard demons telling her that she was damned or would rot in hell while she was praying, she concluded that the devil must be possessing her and the parents are also pushing this as well. This, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, she's been to see neurologists. They know what she's got. Yeah. But the religiosity is coming through and the parents being very religious as well. Exactly. Parents suggesting it. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Annalise sought a priest to help her with a demonic possession, but all the clergy she approached rejected her requests, that, saying that she should seek medical help and that they needed the permission of a bishop anyway. However, at this point, her delusions had become extreme. Believing she was possessed, she ripped the clothes off her body, compulsively performed up to 400 squats a day, crawled under a table and barked like a dog for two days. She also ate spiders and coal, bit the head off a dead bird and licked her own urine from the floor. Oh, fuck me. But at the same time, someone who had tried to help her in the early years, a doctor had come around and told her basically to fucking, when she was underneath the table barking... You know, snap the fuck out of it kind of thing and she just got up and sat down very normally. Did she? Yeah. There was definitely she was the epilepsy thing but sometimes she could be reached. Yeah. And she would snap out of it. This wasn't constant. It was these uh, it were phases. I think she's got some sort of mental problem. Yes. Underlying mental problem yeah. with epilepsy. Yeah. I would go with that. And it's the hyper-religiosity coming into it as well. Yeah, yeah. She thinks she's possessed, so that's what she's behaving like. Mm. And she's seeing demon faces. Yeah. She's hearing voices. I think the voices are, are sounding like like biblical text, aren't they? Because if that's what she's hearing and that's what she's studying and that you know her, that's what yeah. she's heard, you know she, her whole life, that's what's what she's going to hear in her ears, isn't she? Yeah. Of course. Finally, she and her mother found a priest, Ernst Out who believed in her possession, and he stated that she didn't look like an epileptic oh, in later court documents. Father Alt's an interesting character, probably partially schizophrenic himself, Catholic hardliner. So when you want someone to come in and tell you you're possessed, that's the guy you want. Yeah. Yeah. Annalise wrote to Alt, and they'll quote her saying, I am nothing, everything about me is vanity, what should I do? I have to improve, and you pray for me. And also once told me, I want to suffer for the people, but this is so cruel. So it's the Catholic guilt thing as well, isn't it? Coming in. Out petitioned the local bishop, Joseph Stangle, who eventually approved the request and granted local priest Arnold Rents permission to perform an exorcism, but ordered 
that it should be carried out in secret. Now, obviously, I mean, we, as we talked about last week, exorcisms have existed in various cultures. We focus more on the Catholic side of things, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. The Christian side of things. It goes back for millennia across different cultures, which is interesting, I think. I think it's just misinterpreted mental health. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right in that, but it's also still interesting, you know, that conclusion was... Because they know nothing about mental health, therefore it's demons. Mm. Yeah. They link it to the opposite side of their god, which would, you know... And you mentioned, I mean, mm. me and Mike were talking earlier before, you guys came out with trepanning, you know, the process of drilling holes in the skull. Yeah. And they were doing that back to the Stone Age, and people survived it because the skulls they found with the holes in have got rounded growth. They've healed, yeah. They've healed a little bit. Healed a little bit, yeah. Oh, crikey. Your chance of surviving a Stone Age trepanning was better than if you were wounded in the American Civil War. Really? Mm -hmm. That's what they reckon, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me, given if they put out rudimentary anaesthesia in the American Civil War, chloroform, basically. Well, it was a spread of infection. But there's no antiseptics, is it? I was say infection yeah. would have been the key. Yeah, exactly. You're using lead bullets as well, aren't you? So In ancient times, they seemed to know that you shouldn't use the same tool to trepan each other's heads. Well, I think it might be. It was probably a sharp rock. <laughs> the stone probably, age. Yeah. It's some flint. And <laughs> they're going to knock you out. Flint and hammer. And a what? flint to what? another rock. Hammer too big. Bang. Split Bang. whole head. What, what, I'm saying the Stone Age, but it wasn't the Stone Age. It was more the Peruvian it's, sort of Inca time. They found Stone Age skulls. Yeah. It's one of the oldest surgeries. Wow. It's basically clear you make a hole in the skull to let out the bad juju. Okay. Whether that, if you've got constant headaches, they'd make a hole in your skull to relieve some pressure or to get free you from demons, I guess. Mm. By the 60s and 70s, exorcisms were very rare among Catholics, but a rise in movies and books like The Exorcist caused a renewed interest in the practice. Over the next 10 months, following the bishop's approval of Annalise's exorcism, Alton Rents conducted 67 oh, exorcisms, lasting up to four hours on the young woman. Through these sessions, Annalise revealed that she be be believed she was possessed by, it says six here, but the seven demons, the seventh never identified himself. Oh. Lucifer, Cain, Cain and Abel fame, Judas Iscariot, Adolf Hitler, Nero and Fleischmann who was a 16th century disgraced Bavarian priest. So they're classing Hitler as a demon now? Yes, but apparently the other demons had a really low opinion of Hitler, <laughs> saying that don't listen to him, he talks rubbish, <laughs> and just shouts. <laughs> and bear in mind this is 1970s Germany, where a lot of people are very, very angry at Hitler still because the war was only 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, I find. I mean, Lucifer, the man himself, friend of the show, is there. What's like, Satan? Did he call the way of 1970s Bavaria to possess a teenage girl? See, this is where South Park got Lucifer and Saddam Hussein as, like, boyfriends kind of thing, because they kind of linked it with this and... Yeah, there's a possibility. I can see where you're coming from. The devil's bitch kind of thing. Maybe... Well, it was the other way around, wasn't it? The devil was... In a way, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, I suppose it was. Until um, he turned it round. Yeah. So the demons argue the other with Hitler saying that people are stupid as pigs, they think it's all over after death, it goes on. And Judas saying that Hitler was nothing but a big mouth who had no real say in hell. <laughs> 
Um, throughout these sessions, Annalise would frequently talk about dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day and the apostate priests of the modern church. Taking a lot on her shoulders, isn't it? Mm-hmm. She broke the bones and ripped the tendons in her knees from continually kneeling in oh prayer. Oh, God, poor girl. She must have suffered terribly. Yeah. Well, bear in mind, she's also... She doesn't want to eat at this point. Mm. She's not eating. She's down to about 60 pounds when she dies. She's skin and bone. I mean, if you look at the picture of her at the top of the screen and look at the pictures of her at the bottom of the screen, she's gone. She's skeletal. Yeah. She's only 23. Yeah. Over the next 10 months, she was frequently restrained so the priest could conduct exorcism rites. She slowly stopped eating and she eventually died of malnutrition and dehydration on July 1st, 1976. And her last words were, Mother, I'm scared. Fucking hell. I think she died of fucking neglect. Well, that's Dereliction what, of duties and the priests. And her parents. Yeah. And her family. I mean, what, her mom and her sister would hold her down. All these things were being done. She spoke in different voices, very guttural, growly voices during this. And apparently the way to confuse a demon when you're doing these exorcisms to get them to talk is you have to ask questions. They can't answer questions. They can't? No, they, sorry, they, they have to answer if they're asked a question. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. This is how it works. So you just ask questions constantly. The seventh, though, who we, we don't know who was, the seventh demon would never answer anything. So read into that what you will. Maybe that was personality wasn't fully developed in her head. Yeah. What was a mute demon? One of the two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After her death, Annalise's story became a national sensation in Germany after her parents and the two priests who conducted the exorcism were charged with negligent homicide. Yeah. Yeah. Damn fucking straight. They came before the court and even used a recording of the exorcism to try and justify their actions. The two priests were found guilty of manslaughter, <sighs> resulting from negligence, and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended to three years. Six months? It was suspended to three years probation. Changed the three years duration after. It's still a bit shit, but yeah. No, suspended sentence. That's oh. separate to the probation. All oh, right, three years duration. A suspended, fa- basically, a suspended sentence means that if you do anything within them, like six months or whatever, then you go straight to jail. Yeah, yeah. You are three years of probation. So within that three years, if they did anything naughty. Yeah. They'd, they'd serve out the rest of the six months. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. The parents are exempted from any punishment as they quote had suffered enough a criteria for sentencing in German law. Never. Unbelievable. They obviously weren't the, the most caring of parents, were they? So no, suffering you wouldn't have thought would have been... Now, there's a <coughs> tragic postscript to this, which uh, isn't mentioned in the article, but I listened to a uh, last podcast on the left's two-parter on this, which was very good. Mm. I'll give a shout-out to them for my extra info. Well, uh, a year later, after she was buried, a Bavarian nun had a dream where her body, the Annalise's body, was perfectly preserved under the ground. So the church, uh, because a nun had had this dream, decided we should dig up the corpse. And exhumed her. Why? Nice. Why? They exhumed the body and took it into the church. The parents weren't allowed in, nor were the press, but her body was just as decayed as it should be after a year. So the poor girl couldn't even rest in peace. No. 
Because Waste a, per a perfectly preserved corpse in the, in the Catholic faith will be a sign of divinity. Right, okay. How about that? Oh, where is it that they dig up the corpses every year and get them dressed? It's in Mexico, isn't it? No, it's uh, somewhere Thailand. like Thailand or somewhere yeah. like that. Southeast Asia, where is it? He cigarettes in yeah. their mouths. He loved a fag. Yeah, he died of lung cancer. Uh, <laughs> and they like pose with them. Yeah, yeah. sunglasses and a hat on. It's the thing is, it gets to a really sinister point where women who've like lost babies have the baby in their arms mm. and shit, and you're like, it's decayed. The smell must be fucking yeah. horrendous. They dug her up, they exhumed her to have a look. How mental's that? Wankers. Yeah. It's tragic, isn't it? It's a tragic tale. It is. Wankers in England means something different to America, by the way. Wankers means dickheads. People that masturbate. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's a big one. We're going to go to now on the, the shorter one. The truth behind the 2005 exorcism of Marika Arena Konichi. 2005, remember? This isn't that long ago. No, try and say that name five times mm. in a row. One lady's death, though, due to exorcism, caught the attention not only of her homeland Romania, but the international community as well. In 2005, the same year as when the Vatican started offering its exorcism courses to priests so they could... It's in a rise in this, and you've got to wonder whether the hyper religious, the religious, the hyper religiosity mm -hmm. yeah. of Catholicism mm -hmm. is driving this, haven't you? Well, it's along with undiagnosed mental illness. It's films, isn't it, as well? Mm -hmm. How many fucking possession films do you see now? Oh, there's at least one or two a year, isn't there? Oh, it's more than that. Then. You get a load of ones that just come straight to DVD and all shit. Well, like that's that. true. Look how many have come out about the doll that's possessed. Yeah. Oh, how many fucking possessed dolls are there? Yeah. Chucky, the original. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you remade that, didn't they, a couple of years back? Did they? I think they did, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the worst film in the world, but... I don't mind horror films, but most of them are absolute shite. Yeah. Utter garbage. Because people don't behave how they would behave. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I'm going to just run up the stairs. Why are you going upstairs? Just run the fucking door. Like the front door, yeah. So you like, can't get out the front door, jump through the fucking window. Yeah, why are you running down the middle of the road when you're getting chased by a car? Just duck to the left onto the pavement. Yeah, get under someone's drive, run through someone's yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't behave like they would in no, real life. No. And so this 20, 2005, a 23-year-old novice nun, Marisha Irina Cortini, was found dead in a Holy Trinity Monastery, a covenant located in Tanaku, Romania. During the course of an exorcism, she had been left for three days strapped to a makeshift stretcher of boards that resembled a cross. On the order of the priest in charge, Daniel Petru Corriginu, she had been gagged and not given any food or water. Ambulance workers reported by the time she arrived, they arrived on the scene, her pulse was gone. Kuragao was charged with false imprisonment, leading to death. The case made news throughout Europe to the point where the BBC wrote two non-fiction books around Corsini, which is a confession at Tanaco in 2006. A BBC reporter, not the BBC. Oh, a BBC reporter, sorry, Titania Nicolescu. And um, we're going to inspire the movie Beyond the Hills in 2012 by a Romanian filmmaker. Anyway, Coracini, interestingly, had exhibited a history of mental health problems, stemming from an abusive upbringing, watching her father commit suicide, and also struggling with her own sexual leanings. Probably shouldn't have been a nun. <laughs> the nuns at the Covenant, let alone Father Coragal, had never received a single bit of training regarding mental health. They just decided that she was clearly possessed, 
strapped to two crucifix in the basement and stuffed a mouth and starved to death. Bob Barrick, it's because that's what Jesus would have wanted to do is it happen, isn't it? This was in 2005, yeah. wasn't it? 2005 Romania, yes. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's, just, it's laughable in a sense that that still fucking happens pretty fucking recently. Yeah. It just shows how institutionalised and warped the minds are of religious... We'll get on to it at the end. We'll have, a, we'll have a little open yeah. discussion Please about don't. what we think at, at the end, I think, is the best way to do it. And I'll read you the last example I have. Police captain confirms children possessed by demons. This is from 2014 in America. Sort of village of the damned sort of possessed. No, they were aliens, Claire. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were the little blonde kids. Yeah, yeah. They were aliens. I don't think I watched it all the way through. Well, it's a good movie. Is it? Yeah, it might be a movie pick one day, that, actually. Christopher Reeve and Kirsty Alley. Yeah. Mm. What happened to Kirsty Alley? She's a fucking crazy bloody Scientologist, isn't she? Oh, is she? She's a crazy Scientologist, isn't she? So you see her make tiny little cameos here and there, but mm. that's about it nowadays. I haven't seen her for probably ten years in anything, to be honest. Oh, I thought her last big film was we got three men and a baby, wasn't that? <laughs> wasn't she in that? Or twins? The Lucky was talking. Lucky was talking. And Lucky was talking too. Look who's talking now. Yeah, the was dogs. Yeah, yeah, the dogs talked to the dogs. Yeah. Oh, man, I've never seen the third no, one. I wasn't aware of its existence. <laughs> this is only also, it's worth pointing out, even though this is happening, this is a US police captain, you'd argue, is quite a credible witness as well as social workers. This has got a Netflix deal now. <laughs> so. Make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. Although Netflix will buy anything. A US police captain says he believed a story about a woman who claimed her children possessed by demons. Latoya Ammons from Indiana said her three children walked up walls, levitated and spoke in voices. Official reports filed in 2012 backed up her claims, with psychologists stating they saw the nine-year-old child speak in different voices and walk up the wall backwards. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> he flipped over and landed on his feet. <laughs> Did he do parkour, does he? When was this? In 2012? Bit of yeah, base jumping. So why wasn't he filming it? You'd argue that point, when you? There is no footage of this, I'll point that. I will agree See, with that. that. Anywhere from like 2006 onwards, every phone had a fucking camera. Every phone. As shit as they may have been, every phone had a camera from, a, I reckon, 2005, 2006 onwards. I'm trying to think... Easily. It's got to a bit, hasn't it? Cameras are the first things he's added to phones. Yeah, yeah. We're talking earlier than that. I think we are. Right. I, I think you could. But that's I mean, what I mean. Yeah. By the time you hit 2006, cameras every aren't phone, that bad. Every phone came with a camera. Yeah. So, at 2012, if you're a police officer, chances are you'd have had a body cam. I don't know about the body cam, actually. Maybe not. Maybe we're talking uh, Because this ago. is too... Though, well, Ten know. years ago in America, they would have had I don't a know. lot earlier than we did. No, because it wasn't... Bouncers got them before police did in this country. 
Either way, he'd have had a fucking smartphone in his pocket. He'd have had a phone. Or I'll a give dash cam. Or a dash cam at the very least. Yeah, but he? he'd certainly have a smartphone Sh- in his pocket. Surely you'd rush out and get the dash cam off the car and plug it in somewhere in the yeah, house. Yeah, but the kid's not just going s- to stay suspended on the wall waiting for you to film him. But that's uh, why you'd have your... F- you'd certainly get your phone out. If you like- walk into a room, he's getting... <laughs> and just walk up the wall backwards. <laughs> and like, like, hold on a minute, just stay there. Gonna be, if we can't I'm going to be... If he's like grunting and groaning and speaking in tongues and then just quickly walks at the wall and flips back, maybe you haven't got time. Mm. But, I don't know. It's possible, isn't in it? In that scenario, as a police officer, I'd be wanting to film it to make sure that when I do tell you know fucking what? my superiors or whatever what I've just seen, they don't think I'm fucking crackers. You your initial a... reaction is just gobsmacked, no, aren't you? So no, what the fuck am I witnessing? No, Pete, you're, you're right, Mike, you are, but Pete's got a valid point. If you've been called to this place where the social workers are saying the kids are possessed, surely you'd put your camera on when you went that's in, wouldn't point. you? I'd, that's what I mean, you'd be ready. Like, you film yourself coming up to the house because the house apparently was possessed. They had swarms of black flies in winter. Hmm. Hmm. They were really killed, they kept coming back. Well, that happens. In winter? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Where do you think they go? Die, don't they? They die off. Some of them. Some of them die off, and some of and them. And some of them are lucky enough to find the yeah. indoor sheltered place with a food source of sorts, or whatever. Uh, they sort of hibernate a bit, don't they? I think. I don't know. I just thought they sort of. They were born. They flew around a bit. They fought. Then they died off, and the next ones came. But through. then there are some similar things, accounts like that. Anyway, that makes you do wonder whether there is something to that. Well, Satan apparently is the Lord of the Flies. Mm. <laughs> like, like, be- like massive nests of wasps and bees and things like that, like appearing in people's That's a valid wardrobes point. in their houses, things like that. Now, Gary, sorry, the, the town is called Gary. You threw me there. Gary, 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 Gary. Nobody's seen Only Fools and Horses. We do apologise. If you've seen Only Fools and Horses, you'll laugh along with us. (laughs) The Gary Police Captain Charles Austin has more than 35 years of experience and he had been convinced by the story. Gary! Gary! And according to a local newspaper, the Indianapolis Star, he described himself as a believer after visiting the house. A believer! And interviewing Miss Ammons and her family. Official Indiana State documents detail more events apparently witnessed by medical experts and those outside the family. The children's names were removed from the papers to protect their identities. So medical staff reported they observed the children and heard the seven-year-old making growling noises and his eyes rolling into the back of his head. They observed, name blanked out, lifted and thrown into the wall with nobody touching him. The report also detailed the time when the seven-year-old walked up the wall in front of a number of medical professionals. Again, no video video. evidence. Bullshit. If they're recording them specially, if they're monitoring these kids, there's going to be videos on this. If there's medical staff and they got these kids in, and let's say the first time they do the gruttle voicing and the eyes roll back, and you go, oh, fuck, well, the next time, you're going to have a camera in the fucking room, aren't you? No two ways about it. This is 2012, 2013. There's no two ways about that now. It's bullshit. Name blank began to have a weird snarl on his face, and he charged at the grandmother's stomach and headbutted her several times until she grabbed his hands and started praying. 
He was speaking in a different, deep voice, saying, It's time to die. I will kill you. And staring around the room. Sonny? That's just, that's just my interpretation of the voice. That's what a different, deep voice. It's time to die. I will kill you. To be fair, if a seven-year-old came out with that, and it mm. sounded like that, you'd be a bit like, the fuck? You would do the fuck. What the fuck? No, what I'd do, Pete, is I'd grab that kid and stab him repeatedly through the chest. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it depends if he went for me. <laughs> no, I can, I can take a seven-year-old. How many toddlers do you think you could beat up in a row? <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> Probably a lot. I've never really thought about. I mean, you're going to get... I mean, just swarms of toddlers coming at you. They might overwhelm you, trip you up, and then just kind of like the weight of. I reckon thirty. I was going to say more about two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you a you barely move out of the chair. Where's your card jail coming from? <laughs> throng of toddlers. Yeah. It's just a swarm. They're coming from all directions. I reckon I can get through thirty. I can knock thirty toddlers. Try a bike or something. Yeah. Let's get some dumb trucks and just start spinning. <laughs> You're an armed in this scenario. Oh, no, I'm okay. You tell these two don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me and Claire, Claire yeah. do. <laughs> At other times, Ms. Ammon said she saw her daughter levitate out of her bed, while the 12-year-old also reported being thrown across the room and grabbed by dark shadows. Look at me, that's terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Elsewhere in the report, it shows an unnamed witness had suggested the mother may have mental health concerns. Mm. No shit. What, for herself? Yeah, so she might be just busy. She, I think mean, you've got witnesses here, you've got social workers and... Yeah. And medical professionals. But, a police captain from Garrett. But, in 2012, I find it very difficult to believe there is no video footage whatsoever of this. That's the factor, isn't it? It's if this was in the 80s, fair dingums, earlier than that, but 2012, fuck me. One of those bastard doctors. Someone must have had a camera phone, and that they point. would have pulled it out because that's what it's like. Or maybe the mother didn't want a you know, child being filmed. Actually, the thing is, because the children's identities have been protected, well, they still could blank their blur their faces, couldn't they? Yeah. No qualms with that. Yeah. Do you know what? You've got a right to film anybody. Have you? But it's actually you'd have, you'd to, have to blur their faces, yeah, yeah. but you can you can do that. Yeah, but. If you're, say, don't film, in which if you're case, in the mother's yeah. house and she says don't film, you're not going to... Yeah, I know, but I, I, just, I don't know. In all fairness, we don't know that she didn't say didn't film. I, I find that hard to believe, though, because as a mum who's going through this, you'd want your story to be out there and believe people to believe you. Well, the thing is, if, if this is filmed and it's legit, this is absolute proof, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Don't know about absolute proof. Well, kids oh. walking at wars and flipping backwards well, you might just speaking be... in tongues. Tony's acrobat. <laughs> well, you see, this is the point of it. I was going to add Annalise, the first one. Is her guttural voices? It is possible for someone just to, you know, the Mongolian throat singing, yeah. things like that, where they can talk in a deep guttural voice for hours. And I mean, if we did it, we'd fuck our vocal cords for a bit. Yeah. But they can tap into that sort of idea, that frequency. It's, it might be a natural thing. Mm. Well, just like not everyone could be an opera singer, you have to be an actual to be able to feel vocal cords to be able to react in that way so yeah I guess also these reports said that the children may be performing for the mother and that she's encouraging the behaviour 
The three children were removed from the family home by authorities after the reports were filed. However, according to the Indianapolis Star, the day after the children were taken from Ammons, the hospital chaplain called on Reverend Mike Maggio to carry out an exorcism on the children and their mother. It sounds like a fucking football player. Mm. Mike Maggio, American uh, football player. Mike Maggio, quarterback, throws it long. Mm. It's long. Yeah, you can see it there. Whenever you would praise God in Latin, no reaction, he said. Now that's interesting because in a lot of exorcisms, if you praise God, the demon inhabiting the body of said possessed or mentally ill person will usually blaspheme and curse. Because they're a demon, they don't like that, do they? Yep. But if you started condemning the demon, condemning the evil spirit, all of a sudden the child's reacting to that. And the children were returned six months later when the problem subsided. Yeah, surprise, surprise, the mother's not there, it's subsided. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So you think the mum had mental issues and yeah. she was pushing it on the kids? I think so, yeah. And I think the police captain confirms bollocks, but... Yeah. The police captain one is says interesting. Who? Says who, though? Where, where's the proof that this police captain said this I, I could well, write, this is a, uh, I could write a report for BBC News saying well no you couldn't the you local they'd, have to, they'd have to fact check it it's the BBC no, they're not going to write let anyone write for them <laughs> this is a newsbeat reporter this isn't GB News this isn't GB News or the internet this is the BBC yeah the most I mean, honest the most I know, honest I'm not saying they're the most honest but they still have some standards they're not the Daily Star just yet yeah but have they directly got this They've not directly... They've taken this article from somewhere else, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, it, it didn't have to start. I guess this wasn't, yeah, a, yeah, exactly. this wasn't a BBC article, it's just an article that they've mm. shown. So obviously their fact-checking would go as far as to I say, guess it like, is, this a, is this actually an article that's been published yes, by Yes, are official Indiana State documents yeah. witnessed by medical experts. Yeah, but I just... I don't know, it's just the whole... 2012, man. If there's such apparent evidence like that, you'd want the fucking world to go, here is the proof, look. By the way, this is a, we're looking at the article here, there's a picture. That, right there, mm. there was no one in the house at that point. That is apparently a demon. That's pretty Ooh. creepy. Can you, see that? Can you zoom in on that at all? Looks like postman Pat. Can you zoom in on that image? Looks like a mannequin on the other Mike? side of a window. I can't. Can't, yeah. I can't click on it. No. Oh, oh yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, we can. Looks like a mannequin wearing yeah. a tie. Yeah. Now, that's Hammond Police Department right there. That looks a, like a big person, though, I guess. Looks like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a grey hair. He's got black school. hair. I don't see black hair. I see Could be wearing like a like alien type figure. Could be a suit and a tie there. I'm seeing a suit and a tie. I'm, I'm not seeing a skull. I'm seeing like a, a grey alien shaped head yeah, here. You would, wouldn't you? He's just... Oh, I was... Well, I have a aliens. He's got a normal round guy head. Yeah, he's got black hair or a black hat. I'm seeing horns and... I don't see any of that. This just proves you see what you want to see, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> well, I wanted to see Hitler and I saw him. See, hi, Oh, fuck me, Mike. That's a joke. He can. <laughs> <laughs> so later on, have you seen goose stepping down the street? <laughs> I see like an alien type figure. Oh, it's, it's certainly a figure there. Looks like Mr. Ben. Leaning against the window with his hands <laughs> on the glass. Just Mr. Ben. 
What, dressed up as a demon? Dressed up as Hitler. <laughs> I don't think Mr. Ben ever dressed up as Hitler, Mike. <laughs> he did in my dreams. <laughs> the only what? artist who did that recently passed away. Oh, shit. It's like yeah, that. Like this kid. week or something like that. Who's that? The artist who drew Mr. Ben. I don't, I don't honestly can't remember his name, but he passed away. Because he did a... Uh, Judge Dredd of all people, I was on Facebook and I'm a, I followed Judge Dredd on the 2008 and Judge Dredd comics and it was, he'd done a, one of his last things was that he'd done Mr. Ben as Judge Ben oh, in the style of Judge Dredd. Wow. He, he still looked adorable. <laughs> Over the course of the two episodes you've heard a lot of testimony and eyewitness accounts. And bollocks. And some bollocks. Where is everybody? You've got to open with... If this is real, it proves religion, doesn't it? So you have to wonder whether there's sometimes the people who are reporting this, who are religious themselves, who are priests, who are hyper-religious people... Not the medical is professionals. Is their agenda to push it? Is their agenda to push it? Because that drives... You're creating a theory, the, yeah. and it drives up your attendance, It drives the believability. And, and it drives the believability. And what else does it drive? Fear. Yes, and... Money, donations, yeah. gotta pay your tithe, you're part of the church, don't get possessed. Well, they're not, they can't, you can't pay for a demonic possession college with nothing, can you? And uh, all these courses and that, yeah. from, you know. It's interesting, isn't it? It all comes down to, in a way, you can indirectly relate it to greed. Because if this is real, then people are going to go to church and people are going to pay money to be protected from demons. Yeah, but... It wasn't just priests, so was it? it was medical professionals and the police captain from in the, in the In the last case, yes, but over the course of the, the two episodes, mm. there's been a lot that have just been, the witnesses have been the priests, the family, and the person involved, if they survived. Yeah. You know, I think the kid from The Exorcist, who The Exorcist is based on, was like the only one who fucking survived, hasn't he? Yeah. Pretty much. Well, the naked guy... Who killed his wife and that? He's oh, he's back in society now. He yeah, might still be alive. The kids survived. Oh, these kids survived, of course. But they weren't exercised as well. They were supposed prayed over, weren't they? Well, they were separated from the mother. Separated yeah. from the mother and prayed over and all no, that. Separated from the mother. Yeah. That's what you need to learn. <laughs> She's got a Netflix deal out of this, Mike. Bet she has. She was the crackers one in the hole. Mm. Hence why she's got a fucking Netflix deal out of it. The recurring theme is mental health, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think it's interesting that atheists don't get possessed. possessed. Yeah, you think the atheists would get possessed because they're further away from God? You'd think that, wouldn't you? We'd you be think the ones that I mean, are the, the main targets. Yeah, mm-hmm. Where do we stand? I, I'm, an, I'm an absolute atheist. I don't believe in any other. But I'm a spiritual void. I'm an agnostic. I'm a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, shouldn't be on Ramadan? What are you doing drinking water? Yeah. I'm a complete non believer, believer in. You're an atheist, then. Complete. You honestly think there's absolute atheist, there's no God, that's it. It's a short, brutal life, and you've got to make the most of it. Yeah, pretty that's much. What I so, three atheists and agnostics, so we are a little but bit. But I biased. do believe in souls. And I so do. you're not an atheist, though. You're not spiritual, but not religious. I'm certainly spiritual. Probably the best way to describe it. Spiritual, yeah. but not religious. Well, yeah. You believe machines have souls? I don't believe. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you're misquoting. You no, are, no, no. You, 
Go you, back you didn't understand what I was on about. <laughs> That's what it was. You didn't understand what I was on about. Right. Okay. No, um, I do. I, there's, I, there's maybe a slight little percentage, not maybe two, three percent, that makes me that does go maybe, but then the other. So you're an agnostic. The other ninety-seven leaning towards goes, atheist. No thanks. There's no such thing as God, but I do believe in spirits and I do believe in. Souls. My kids have asked me if they if they're going to come back as an animal and they die. See, and that's I was like if you want to, you know. That, that's something I, I believe. So it, it, it leaves it a bit open ended, but I don't <sighs> believe in anything in see, particular. See, I've just gone. No, they'll be well, stupid. No, because <laughs> no, it, it, that can breed sort of yeah, like compassion I mean. for, for for animals and other. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I like to believe. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I like to believe in reincarnation in the sense that. You start off as like a little bug, you turn into a bee, and then you turn into a bird, and then you might be a tree, and like a tree would be like the final step towards human because trees are very mm. yeah. They're, 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 there's something quite tree. special about a tree. I'll be a dolphin first, I'm saying like a tree would be like the last step. Yeah, only if I'm an end. Because a tree is like a very. If you can choose, I don't know. yeah. Who's coming back as mosquitoes and slugs and flies? I don't think you can choose. I don't you think it's a choice, choose. is it? But then how would you, you learn? Have maybe. you got any knowledge of your previous life? Okay. So like if you're a slug, well, this and is you're a I... shitty slug, what do you go to? They're a cockroach. Well, this is <laughs> what I, I wonder and, about. And then you're like, well, because I mean, you've got no recollection of your previous life, so you're a shitty slug, and now you're a shitty cockroach, you're into an amoeba at that point. Virus. Where's it end? Oh, he's a virus and you're a twat. Prince like Philip wanted to become a virus. Well, he was, Mike. He <laughs> Honestly, was, he, was, he, was, he said in an interview he wanted to become a virus, help towards culling the human population, taking the population down. Weird. Yeah. Well, he was a weird guy. They didn't put that in their BBC... Obituary. <laughs> did they? Uh, I think it's a little bit arrogant to think that there isn't. You don't know. No one knows. I no. think it's arrogant to say there is a god and arrogance to say there isn't. I think that's why there's always been like that little couple of percent for me that's always gone, is there? <laughs> but then there's a huge, huge, huge part that goes... Yeah, nah. I'm probably the same. I'm probably obviously leaning towards atheism, but until I know, I can't say for definite. I can't wrap my head around it. Religion. And obviously, you know, listen, if you're religious, that's fine. I've got no issue with that. You, you do what you want. My um, own personal thing is like, I can't see why you'd want to follow a 2,000-year-old book that was written by people who didn't know what the sun did at night. I don't see why you want to base your life around that. I don't see how this is the month of Ramadan. I don't need to send condescending towards Muslims, but your religion was born in a desert and you, you can't eat and drink during the fucking day, during daylight hours. That's terrible. What, what kind of God would order you to do that for a month? Well, it's yeah. showing your it's devotion ridiculous. to... Islam um, and the religion. Yeah, I know they got their, they got their reasons. Yeah, they, they? they got the reasons. That's fine. Like, I understand that, but it didn't make any sense to me. And I don't understand yeah. why you'd base your life on a book that's a couple of thousand years out of date, written by people who didn't know where the sun went at night, or just uh, in, in terms of Christianity, the, the the four gospels in the New Testament, Jesus written possibly two hundred years after Christ, and by guys called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Middle East. Makes no sense to me. No. And I don't get why you base your life. You can be a good person, in my opinion, without having to worship something that may or may not exist. I just think the golden rule. I think that's all you need. 
Don't be a dick. No. Isn't that pretty much the entire message of life? Just don't be a dick. Treat people how you wish to be treated. Yeah. Simple as. So don't be a dick, basically. Yeah, Simple, isn't it? Yeah, go on with life. Unless you're a sadomasochist, it doesn't work. Well, I... That's society, and there's always going to be people like that. It doesn't matter how well... You could be living in the golden age of of your civilization, and there'd still be serial killers, there'd still be thugs out at night. That's just the way that human race is, the way some people... Some people are wired. The be less I think poverty is but the, you know, the you cause know, of all. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just like some people are wired to be soldiers. Some people are wired to be to thugs to criminals. That's just the upbringing. I think it's a society, matter. mate. I don't uh, think they are wired to be a criminal. Yeah, they're wired to be a criminal. I think that, uh, that that's what. But, yeah, I think you can be wired to be a psychopath, but I think you need. A certain amount. Well, you a, need the, the environment yeah. as well. You need the yeah. environment. I mean, you could still be in the golden age of civilization and have an abusive parents that turn you into a nutcase. I, di- I didn't say you wouldn't. I just yeah, said to be less. Yeah, there's going to be different, different yeah. social ills that yeah. are happening. There's always you know. social ills. Doesn't matter. There's always a poverty line, no matter how great your civilization's doing. Not everybody's Why does it have to be a poverty line? Well, even if there wasn't a poverty line, there's still going to be social ills and things happen. Yeah, there are yeah. going to be, yeah. Because there's that. always going to be disagreement. Yeah. But so it's going to be less than it is now. So my thoughts Reduce on Reduce inequality. <laughs> inequality is the cause of everything. If you look at the charts, everything points towards inequality and poverty has been yeah, and the, the major cause of ills in society. Uh, I agree, I agree. But uh, like I say, even if, like, the, the height of the Roman Empire, there's still a, a poverty line, isn't there? A yeah. lot of people might be doing really well. So that's sadly where the the people... There's a poverty line because the people at the top want there to be a poverty line. Well, yeah. It's There's there, enough food it? in the empire. world if it was spread equally to feed the world. There wouldn't be starvation. It's a choice. Yeah, well, when you think how much the West wastes, uh, food we yeah. waste, and what, not 40%. just the West. Everywhere, everywhere wastes food. Yeah, man. Matter, unless you haven't got enough, obviously, if you're living in famine, but everywhere that's got... Enough food usually wastes. I know this country's about forty percent of all food Shocking, produced is yeah. wasted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Possession. Possession. <laughs> There's Mike's uh, anti-capitalist rant for the week. Yeah, he always gets one in. Need to get one in. He always gets one in. So I think it's mental illness and the power of suggestion from an authority figure. I, I think agree. that's key as well. Yeah. Especially if you're a, if you are a Catholic and you've got this priest who to you is like. The Don, the shiz well, he's, he's God. He's one of God's boys, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So God's representatives on earth. Yeah. Even if you're not fucking religious, for fuck's sake, when I like when I was in the forties, we used to have to go to church and that in basic training. The the Mad Bish, as he was known, he still really looked up to him. He's a man of God. I don't know. There's They're something um, about they have an air of presence anyway, whether you are religious or not. So I can imagine as a as a devout religious person, they sort of float, don't they? As well, yeah. He, he, he's they the do actually. Padres always float. Yeah. Did you, were they padres to you in the navy? Well, yeah. Well, he was, he was the mad no bishop. What, he no was ma- the mad bishop. Well, no, no matter what, what rank they were in the army, you always called him padre. Well, they're the same. They're, they're, they're the same right. rank as the person they're talking to. That's how it's. That's how they played. They carry an honorary one. Yeah, yeah. They're almost an honorary commission in a sense. Mm. But it's like they could talk to a fucking. Admiral of the fleet, as they would talk yeah. to a private. We used to always call them padre, I respect. But I've spoken to some really nice ones who weren't that religious, but I had one in a four-tonner once, and I was sat in the front with me and the driver who wanted to sing a hymn as we drove along. 
I've seen mm. one bless a tank. Mm. And then I've seen ones who are more counselors than religious figures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It That's all what depends, the Mad Bishop was like. He yeah. was just, he used to go into church and he'd either bring in a Dalek because he had an actual BBC Dalek from like the yeah, old... That's pretty cool. The, he, he was given one because he was very popular. He had meetings with um, the English rugby team. He had a picture taken with the rugby team with all their asses out and things like that. And he, had, <laughs> he, had, he had eyes tattooed on each arse cheek. Mm-hmm. So he had a pair of eyes, on, one on each arse cheek. So he was a bit eccentric then. Oh, he was crackers. He had, <laughs> he had two Vespers that he used to wheel out and sit at the front of the um, church. And they had the most amazing liveries on. And they were like proper like Jesus painted. Is it Jesus with like a gun in a hand or it something? It might as well have been, honestly. He was, he was so eccentric and he had a smart car as well. And again, he had another Do you mean a smart they, car? They had that painted as well. Do you mean a smart car as in the tiny little car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The ones that are, you could you had to parallel park and drive into the space. His Dalek was about the same size. It was one of those little cars. But no, he was crackers. He was such a such a nice guy, though. He was so down to earth. But I yeah, said, you know, that's a, I can agree with that kind of priest. And like I yeah, say, in yeah. human society, there's always been those kind of figures. But it's when they start getting hyper religious, and that's your problem, especially with Catholicism, because it's a very strict religion. I don't mean to rag on Catholicism, by the way. It's just out of all of them, it's the most strict, isn't it? It's yeah. it's, it's meant to be the original. It's it's the OG. Sharia law, maybe was pretty strict. No, Catholicism predates. No, I meant strict. Oh, I mean, I mentioned Christianity. Christianity. Oh, Christianity. Yeah. Christianity yeah. yeah. Catholicism is the OG, isn't it? Everything else comes from that. No condoms. Only have sex if you want to have a baby, kind yeah, of thing. It's, it's all the no sex before marriage. It's meant to be the original words of the apostle Saint Peter, pastor. I mean, Saint Peter's Basilica. It's a fantastic building, apart from the snakehead throne room, which is just off the side of it. <laughs> what do you think about possession? Yeah, Claire, Claire go on. What's your thoughts? Well, I think it's, your final it's, thoughts. It, it's just mental health for me. Mm. You, you're a mental health professional, yeah, Claire. Yeah, that's, that's the recurring theme. And then I'm sure you've had people say that they've had demons speaking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demons, well, go on. aliens. Go on, spill that. Yeah, come on. Well, when I was working with people, you know, they had one that thought he was evil, and he'd always hear in his ears someone going, "You're evil." Like <laughs> Wow. Didn't one of them try and convince them that they were a paedophile? Yeah, another yeah, yeah, with, with another guy that yeah, they'd tell him he was a paedophile. Oh jeez. Was he oh, though? We don't know we don't know, we don't think he no. was. He'd never, he'd never been you know It was on the register. Or, no. you know. Yeah. What's the weirdest one? What's the most freaky? Guy that set fire to himself into a building. Self immolation, fuck. Oh yeah. And he went well, sort of running after the, the member of staff that sort of ran him outside, and then someone come along with a wet blanket behind him and just put it over him. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, he had to have skin grafts and all sorts. Oh fuck! Wow. That's the craziest I've ever been. Is there a reason he did that? Was he possessed by demons? No, he wasn't possessed by demons. Did you ever have a priest come into those places? No. But <laughs> if it was within a Catholic community. You would then do. he maybe well was possessed by demons. That's the point, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. He difference. would have had different diagnosis. Wouldn't That's he? the difference, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. the diagnosis of a very non-fucking religious country in that sense. Yeah. 
the Brits are we're not very religious no really. Church of England's like a really lazy version of Christianity yeah isn't it? yeah that's true go, go once on a Sunday if you want yeah. if you got to say anything about good about Henry VIII it was, it was that he, he brought in a mild version of yeah. Christianity. He made, he made himself head of it, which is just a massive vanity project. This is I'm the I'm God's representative on earth now, Pope. Well, he was appointed by God. That's what he believed. Well, divine right of kings, absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that they've got some teachings in in Catholicism about it, you know, they're going to have people that they're going to see, and they're going they're, they're, they're going to sort of blame it on that, aren't they? Mm. Of course, and if you and, and like poor Anna Marie, I mean, I come back to her, she's epileptic and seeing demon faces, mm-hmm. and that can just be, yeah. You know, what does hallucinations? It, that's it. These hallucinations exactly caused by her epilepsy, but because she's strict Catholic as it is, mm-hmm. what's she going to interpret that as? I mean, yeah, all right. She's epileptic. She blacks out a bit. Now she's seeing demon faces. Mm-hmm. And because of her upbringing and her strict faith, she's not going to think, oh, that's my epilepsy. She's going to think, shit, those are demon faces. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that she's the most tragic out of all the cases we've heard. She yeah. is absolutely yeah. the most tragic. I think it's awful that another human being would literally starve another one to death. Yet, appearing as one of the boys, one of the good guys. That's the worst of it, is that these priests, they're supposed to be the good guys. God's representatives. They're one of the boys, aren't they? And they're killing people. And you've got to ask yourself about the mentality of the, the priests that would get into that. Have they got, like, you know, sick, mm. deep fantasies as well, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. like that the nun that was put on the cross in 2005. Well, that's it. I mean, how do you know, know it wasn't... How do we know? That wasn't you just know, a cover-up for them just being a bit sick and sordid. Yeah. It got found so, out. She's meant, like, she's oh, meant. she was possessed... That's we were, what I mean. we were exercising demons, that's all it was. You know, she just wasn't the fucking monastery's fuck toy. Yeah, exactly. She's mentally ill, no one will believe if it ever happens. Precisely. And I did think that when we were going mm. through our story, but I thought I'd leave it till the end to mention that. And then I forgot. You know, I mean, <laughs> the I Catholic remember. Church is riddled with corruption. Yeah, yeah. I think it's mental health and... Um, it's misinterpretation of mental health, whereas we'd interpret it, interpret it I mean, properly. The religious side takes over, and yeah, that's it, it. It all does seem to be very religious people who get possessed, so yeah. obviously they're inclined to believe in it. I know a girl who became schizophrenic, she was undiagnosed for years, never had any episodes, and then tried to cut her own head off with an edge trimmer, hearing voices in her head all the time. No, because she was diagnosed as being schizophrenic, she's not possessed by demons. It's as she is okay-ish now. You know, obviously she's got some scarring. Mm. But fuck me, if she was Catholic, that would have been possession by demons. If I had a strap to her bed praying over her. Yeah. And she probably wouldn't be all right now. Well, That's it. Let's hope not in this day and age, eh? Mm. Like I say, we're some of these cases are in the two thousands, and it's worrying that we're Romania is a few years behind. I know, but it's always worrying that we're going backwards no a offense. little bit <laughs> in terms of belief. Yeah, mm. isn't it? It is worrying. Why are we still believing in demons in this day and age when we? There's no proof of them. Yeah. 
Show me the proof, and I'll be a believer. Simple as that. That's it. If one appeared right now, if Judas appeared right now, he was one of those, you know, at least, or Nero, Nero, actually, Nero, where he bring booze. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, hello, Nero from hell, you may know me, fiddle drawer on burnt, that Nero. Who <laughs> 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 was up for an orgy, I'll bring up some demonettes. I'll be like, well, shit, Nero, I believe Well, it's been a while, so yeah, go for it, mate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll Sammy Soul too, Nero, while he's at it. What, you got, what are the offers on? Ah, hmm. oh, I think it's crazy, right? Yeah. But. It's entertaining. Popular <laughs> culture wise, it's scary as fuck. Let's not forget that. It is scary when it's portrayed on film, that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. It's horrific. Well, anyone it's having horrible. control of like someone else's body is quite horrific, yeah. isn't it? That's what I mean by entertaining. It gives us fuel for the fire, doesn't it? We like to be scared as a species, don't we? Yeah. We like to be scared, we like the thrill. Yeah. We've also got to look at that factor. Mm. That we don't have much threat in our lives now. That's why horror movies are popular. We don't have to contend, we don't have to contend with saber-toothed tigers anymore. We're comfortable, we want that thrill, that we want that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Good place to end it. Yes, also, just, just lastly again, it all does come back to money. The more people will leave it, the more money the church gets by tithe paying reading that what you will mm. right so let's end the show on some fucked up facts theme tune please facts facts fucked up facts 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 lovely that was actually wasn't that bad <laughs> a quarter of the UK's land mammal species are what cows that's a good guess oh. that's I would have thought that, but no. Sheep. Bison. No. Nope. What was the fact again, sorry? A quarter of the UK's land mammal species are what? Horses. Rabbits. Nope. No, ra- rabbits are rodents, aren't they? No. How's that? They're still mammals. Oh, mammals, yeah. It's like just a different classification of mammals. Mm. A third pig? Chickens. Quarter. No, quarter. No, poultry. It's a pig. wild animal. A badger. Nope. Can't be you a only fox. see them at night. Can't be a fox, can it? No. Very close. Not a fox, but a uh, dog. Something fox. They sometimes call them. A raccoon? Nope. No, we haven't got a raccoon. Oh, yes. A flying fox. Bats. A squirrel. And bats. Yeah. bats. They're sometimes oh, called bats. flying foxes, aren't they? Oh, I've never heard them called there flying foxes. Call them flying rats. I think there is a species a of bat called flying fox. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Are bats rodents? No, they're never no, was they're mammals. Yeah. But yeah, they are mammals, yeah. Of course, they are fucking, yeah. I should have known that, because I was watching something on bats this morning on a Deadly 60. Mm. Batman. <laughs> Batman about, would be on a Deadly 60, wouldn't he? He's on about <laughs> bats. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. They're only on there because of COVID. Mm. <laughs> it's made a lab. <laughs> no, that's a good one, that. Yeah, that one. yeah. Got a fact about the church now. No, God. Topical. After the Scottish Reformation, the lands of the church were divided by the crown into temporary lordships. Right. The act of creation of these lordships was known as erection, and people who received them were officially known as the Lords of Erection. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me the top guy was called the High Lord of Erection. (laughs) He had the biggest dick. (laughs) And his surname was Boner. (laughs) Father Boner. 
Even Arthur. Lord Arthur Lobon. <laughs> Lord High Erector. I want that. That's my title now. The craze, evidently, is dying out fast, and in a few months it will have been forgotten. The New York Times in 1925 on crosswords. Wow. <laughs> what? Basically, the New York Times in 1925 said about crosswords, the craze, evidently, is dying out fast, and in a few months it will have been forgotten. That's a hundred years ago, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's still in pretty much every newspaper. Mm-hmm. Every single one, you can buy books of puzzles for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And follow on from that from that fact. In 1924, the New York Times reported that legal aid organisations in Cleveland were swamped with requests from women who were considering divorce because their husband had been doing too many crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah. That's like you know? Yeah. <laughs> People have got divorced because their spouse plays too much challenge manager. I guarantee you now, Warhammer has had some, a lot of victims to that. I don't know, you'd be surprised. So, I'm in a lot of Warhammer 40k groups on Facebook. And there's a lot of spouses, couples play it together. Mm. Yeah, but there's, there's a lot that have split up over it. There probably is, yeah. It might be 50-50, though. I, think, I know a few couples that play it together. They have different armies and they and they all paint it together as a hobby. Because that's the thing, it's not just the playing, it's the painting, isn't it? It's, mm. Henry Cavill plays Warhammer 40,000, for God's sake. Superman himself, The Witcher. Plays it. He's a massive nerd. He loves 40k. He is literally the god emperor who made flesh to 40k fans. Another fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tchaikovsky was able to quit his day job with the support of a wealthy patron. Oh, you mean like every other person has made it? Like he was a fucking self-employed composer mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Her only condition for her support was that they never meet in person. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting to see. Wonder who that was then. It's strange. Mm. Have a guess which is the most unhappiest generation in the UK. 2000. I was probably. Baby boomers, apparently. No one's that caused it shit now, they're fucking depressed about it. Yeah, well. Like the 60s, 70s. Yeah, our parents, basically. The ones who were born in the post war years. So who had everything. Had everything given to on a plate and then voted to take it away from the rest of us. Alright. They voted Conservative all those years. They voted to take away your free dental. They voted to take away your benefits. We voted lost to introduce it. council tax. It wasn't a thing until Thatcher. Mm. Well, that's what did her in there, wasn't it? Yeah. They got their way there, didn't they? They just changed the name, didn't they? They didn't they? go anywhere, but poor yeah. tax to the council tax. Yeah. Mm. They love to punish the poor, the Tories, don't they? It's their favourite pastime. You mean like Rishi's wife? He was claiming non-dom status as well. She made 150 million last year and lives in the UK. And doesn't therefore doesn't pay tax. 20 million in taxes. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, she's paying it now. It's like yeah, but is she? And the years before. No, 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 no. You don't need to do that. She's your wife of the chancellor. If anyone knows the loopholes, it's him. In the centre of the earth, it's basically like a slushy. Ooh, molten slushy. It's a swirling blob of super ionic materials, a sort of mix of a solid and a liquid like a slushy. Mm -hmm. A hot slushy. 
Yeah. A very hot oh, sushi. Yeah. You'd probably burn up before you got there. That. Oh, cool. Kind of knew that one, though, didn't we? Well, they used to think it was a solid iron in a core. Who thought, who thought that? Scientists. They? Yeah, they Until did. recently, now it turns out the centre of the earth is this uh, slushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you think it was a solid iron ball, magnetic ball, because that's what gives us the, the magnetisation? Mm. Yeah, then it was like the magma and all that, like, you know, mantle and yeah. da-da-da. Did they find it in the well to hell in Siberia? Uh, Everyone knows there's hell inside the earth anyway, Mike. Mm. My God, so there is a lake of fire, technically. Yeah. Slushy of fire. Slushy of fire. <laughs> Sounds better. Actually, on 4OD, there's a show called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. In the 15-minute episodes, it's really, it's a really fucked up, weird comedy where there's demons. Hell's run like a business and Satan's a CEO. CEO mm. And the demons are his, like, uh, staff. And they have to take torture quotas and shit. Mm. But because they're still demons, he still tortures them as well. Mm. <laughs> it's a good show. It's, it's all right. It's worth a watch. Any more? Mm-hmm. In 1993, a man in Brazil tried to rob a glue factory. Did you get see where this is going? <laughs> but accidentally knocked over two large cans and spilled the contents. The police found him glued to the floor, not yeah. being able to move. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Crime does not pay. Yeah. A modern microchip is smaller than a virus. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, you think computers used to fill a room. Yeah. Obviously, I now met those aliens. Rats with low social status drink more than those with high social status. There's nothing dissimilar there, is it? No. Hold on, right? Well, they Hold just on. go into the pub and drink more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rats are always doing the pub. You never see them. No. Did you say microchip is now smaller than a virus? Yes. So a modern microchip. So we're talking like the very, very, mm. very cutting edge. We're nanotech. Yeah. But we're talking not that long ago when there was all this thing about microchip and the vaccines and things like that and they were saying how they were poo-pooing it and saying yeah, they, how they, they, it would be impossible to do that. They don't need it? No, my point is... Oh, that's what you mean. Just, nano- just not that long yeah. ago they were saying, oh, no, no, it would be impossible to do that. You'd need, it needs to be a needle fucking half a millimetre wide at least minimum, blah, blah, blah. You'd never be able to do it it's just, and or, or whatever it was and now they're saying they're smaller than a virus. So... Yeah, but those are the most expensive type of microchips, aren't they? Mm. Has that been able to make mass produced to put into vaccines? But they don't need them, though, because you get them on phone. It's the best tracker. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Just... But I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I know. They're yeah, contradicting right now yeah, yeah. their argument only a year ago. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Saying that it would be impossible to do it, yet. Here we are. Here we are. And they're saying yeah. they're smaller than a virus. The thing are those that that's like the latest shit they've got. How expensive is it? Because you know tech when it's first developed is most expensive, most difficult to produce, mass produce anyway. But you also know when most tech is developed, you don't hear about it till about a year or two after it was developed. Mate, the stealth bomber was flying for twenty years while they unveiled it. Point. There's my point. Yeah, absolutely. Bloody eyes an hour making deals with the mm. greys. <laughs> <laughs> there are at least 18 known books that are bound in human skin. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Necronomicon. Yeah. 
That's, <laughs> that is pretty sweet, though, and it? it's pretty metal. I mean, kicking your heavy metal riff here. <laughs> Are there any descriptions of the books no. at all? No. I bet there'll be ancient texts. Mm. Isn't there actually a proper Necronomicon? Probably. That's probably one of them. No, I think it originates from that author, H.P. Lovecraft, doesn't ah, it? Ah, yeah, 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 you're right. Name's Cthulhu, our great lord and savior. Mm. Praise him. You can get raw herring and onion ice cream in the Netherlands. That's yeah. disgraceful. <laughs> I don't wants, even know what to say to that. Who wants onion in their ice cream? Don't mind the herring. Who wants, who wants fucking herring in the raw herring? But onion ice cream. Who mm. wants that cheese with the maggots coming out? Mm. I think I'd rather eat that than. Oh, but, uh... Who wants to eat a poisonous blowfish? Nobody. They do. They they get people to eat. That you've got to get special a chefs. Certain little they, bit. Of yeah, it's like the Simpsons, isn't it? They just <laughs> cut the wrong poison sack mm-hmm. before you know it. The meat's changing. You killed the guy in thirty minutes. Yeah. Any more, Mike? A study by the RAC in two thousand and five found that the smell of fresh bread increased road rage. Hell. Really? Yeah. The smell of fresh bread is amazing. It makes me feel happy. You walk in the supermarket and you can smell that they're cooking the loaves. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to punch someone, do you? No. no. It's the last thing on my mind. And why are you smelling fresh bread in your... Well, you've bought your fresh loaves. Trying to get home car. quickly, like, and they're getting pissed off. Because they're like, I want to get home and eat this bread. <laughs> <laughs> my bread's hot and still smells nothing because I love hot, freshly cooked bread. bread. Just with butter on it. Yeah, you just, just, just yeah. eat that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he's, he's trying to get home quick. I can see it, but at the same time... angry. You get angry, I want to get home and eat this bread while it's still warm. Go bullshit on that one. So, yeah. yeah. So I that, don't know how you could quantify but, that. Nah, because it just makes me happy. Quantify the word of the day. Ooh. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> okay, and then this one. In 2020, the world's fossil fuel industry was subsidised by $11 million per minute. Minute? Per minute. Wow. I was pulling a face thinking it was gonna, you were going to say, yeah. So we're paying them $11 million per minute to destroy the earth. Oh, just I, think about that. Just, that just work, let's just work this out. Per oh, minute? Mm-hmm. So Who's paying that? 11... The governments of the world. Two, three. Time they pay minus fifty four percent tax in the UK. We subsidise them by fifty four percent of the tax. So a minute, oh my, is six hundred and sixty million per minute. Yeah, so per hour, all right, six hundred sixty million an hour. Times that by twenty four. Times that by twenty four. Well, they're using their profits to. Is one point? Subs- I don't understand why. What the hell is that number? One point eight four. E ten to the power of ten, I'm guessing one point. Yeah, a lot trillion maybe. That's a day. Yeah. What? I'm showing the list of the. I'm showing the guys the number. That's the number shown on my iPhone calculator. It is one point five eight four to the power of ten. I don't even know what that number is. That's a day. How much did you say it was? That's, 11 a bit off. That's got to be off that, Mike. Right, 11 
One, two, three, one, two, three. Right, I've heard it before. I heard ten million dollars has gone up since I last heard. Is it? Yep. So the governments of the world are paying the whole industry yep. that. Well, I thought they, you know, they were making quite a bit of money. Yeah, making it billions of profits. We subsidise that. 15 billion. Why? Why because they own the governments of the world, Claire. 15 the, billion. The politicians are in their pockets. They do what they want. A day. Same with the bankers. Nearly 16 right, billion at, a day. Look at it this way. They're paying them that, and they're getting oil, which keeps their economies running, which brings them money. Mm. And if that oil supply was to stop... Yeah. They hold got, the world yeah, ransom. to ransom. Yeah. So, so we've got to get off oil as quickly. Because they got us by the short and curve. Yeah, yeah. we've got to get off oil, the use of oil as quick as possible. Why do you think everyone's fighting over the Middle East? Yeah. It's larger than because it's the biggest natural resource on the planet. So when Russia's holding the world, everyone's getting the gas things yeah. going up because Russia owns a lot of gas. For some reason, we haven't started taking that oil out of the Falklands yet. We don't want massive oil reserves. We want to get there. off it. We do. Well, all plastics can be yeah, exchanged for hemp and seaweed. All our recycling stuff it gets compacted into a bale. It goes in a wagon. It gets turned into more bags. Much as turned, it gets recycled into little granules which make up your bin bags and shit like that. Yeah, but the majority of plastic doesn't get recycled. No, it does, but. It, Goes into the sea. They're trying to do more. No, my, no, my they're in our blood now. Well, in our lungs, yeah. microplastics. They're everywhere. They're yep. everywhere. There's a case of that term. You heard that Morgellons disease, where these uh, like fibres start growing out of the skin. No, what fibres? Like plasticky fibres. Oh fuck you now. There'll be an episode one day when I look into it. It can be explained. Medically, but you've got to wonder at it sometimes. And yeah. these, they're growing out of the, like, the, the chin or something like that, or, or even anywhere, really. Just these like plasticky fibre hairs coming out. It's called Morgana's disease. Mm. We will do an episode again one day. It is intriguing. Right. Should we end the show there? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Right. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't do the raid. Don't join a cult. Follow us on Facebook, please, at Cutting Through the Ball in the Post of Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball. We're on SoundCloud and most other podcasting sites as Cutting Through the Ball in the PTA. There you go. Give us a like or a subscribe or a review. That'd be great. The more likes we get, we can up production values and things like that and, you know, do more research and, and you know, go for it. It'll be ace. Give us a like. Thanks for listening. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire, keep an open mind, but not so open that dribble like your ears. I've been Pete, and I shoot low. Cool.